Christmas Stories, Episode 3. Joy to the World, written by Hannah Ziki and narrated by Michelle Neal. Come, they told me, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. All eyes are fixed on Swifty Meerkat. Perched on Ellie Elephant's back, a piece of bamboo for a baton he conducts the choir. A newborn king to see, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. The animals decided to organize a special party for Christmas this year. And instead of Zanzi teaching them a new song, they are going to perform for her. <clears throat> that sounded much better already, said Arnie Barn Owl. Sylvester and Zama, you'll just have to organize a special practice for the orchestra. The drumbeat has to be perfect. Zama and Sylvester, the leaders of the two baboon troops, spent days searching for the best pieces of bark and sticks to use as drums. Just before sunset the next day, the animals have their final rehearsal. All ready, Ellie scoops up Swifty with her trunk and settles him on her back. Drummers, Arnie nods towards the baboons. Swifty lifts his front paws, nods three times, and brings down the baton. Pum pa rum pum, pum pa rum pum. The zebras sway from side to side, and the monkeys bob up and down in time with the drumbeat. The choir is a cacophony of grunts, bleats, chirps, a joyful sound that rolls down the valley, filling the air with expectation. As the final me and my drum brings the performance to an end, Ellie gets so carried away, she lifts her trunk and trumpets an ear-splitting joy to the world. Poor Swifty somersaults through the air, the zebras thunder away, and the birds scatter in all directions. <laughs> I knew it would end in disaster, quips Sadie Mongoose tartly. She hasn't forgiven the other animals for choosing Swifty and not her as conductor. It's a bump in the road, not a train smash. It's a bump in the road and not a train smash. Uh, the guinea fowl are right, Sally. You'll see everything will go well tomorrow. Hoots Arnie soothingly. But I am glad for this opportunity to talk to you. We need a lookout for tomorrow, and I think you're just the right person. If you stand on that anthill, just to the left of the big uh, marula tree, uh, you can warn us when Zanzi reaches the bend in the road, so that we can start seeing at exactly uh, the right moment. We need 
someone swift and reliable for this all-important job. By now, the sun is a big red ball of fire gliding towards the horizon. As daylight makes way for dusk and the crickets and frogs take over from the birds, Dougie Warthog kneels down, his tail pointing straight to heaven and sighs. Drummers, conductors, lookouts, peacemakers, Lord, thank you for making me just ordinary old me. The concert the following afternoon is a huge success. Zanzi claps excitingly and then looks thoughtfully at Arnie Barn Owl. Uncle Arnie, do you remember I told you Pastor Jeff and his wife, Ashley, are going to have a baby? The time is getting short now. It's a little boy, and they're going to call him Benjamin. Benjamin, says Arnie. Uh, that's a very nice name for a human boy child. Uh, seeing that you've got an orchestra and a choir already, I think you should practice a lullaby to sing to Benjamin when he's born. A lullaby? What's a lullaby? tweets the little red robin. That's a song that human mothers sing to their babies, explained Zanzi. Tula, tula baba, tula sana. Every afternoon, as the shadows grow longer, the animals gather to practice. Zanzi stands in the doorway or at a window, listening to the animals, a soft smile on her face. She spreads her fingers over her own bulging stomach and whispers softly, Tula, tu, Tula, Baba, Tula, Sana. The End